friend. Welcome to the Healthy Balance Podcast, where we talk about all things health and have real, raw conversations to encourage you and keep you balanced in your everyday life. My name is Allison Gianmore, and I'm a teacher, mom, and someone who is passionate about living in a healthy way. This podcast is to encourage you and give you tips to help you live a full and energetic life in this world. You ready to do this? All right, let's go. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Healthy Balance Podcast. My name is Allison, and I hope you are having a great Wednesday. We are now like, what, into a week and a half into the new year, so I feel like we're starting to, you know, get back into the routine, get back into the swing of things. Um, I will say for me, I feel like it's taken me a little while, and I'm not really sure. I just don't know if like the hangover from the holidays just kind of lingered. I don't know what it is, but I finally feel like I'm getting back to it. It is definitely a slow and steady pace, and that's okay because I'm getting there, and there's no rush, no whatever. But uh, anyway, so sometimes if you're a teacher or a mom, you will definitely be able to relate to this. You know, if you're a teacher, you pretty much live by schedules. Like you have to be at school a certain time, class starts at a certain time, you have to teach this at a certain time. Like your just whole day is dictated by a schedule. And if you're a mom and you have kids that are in school, it's kind of like the same thing. And if they have sports, you know, you have to be here at a certain time and there at a certain time. And if you're a new mom with a baby or even a toddler, same thing. It's like schedules run us ragged. But lately, like the last couple of days, as we're kind of getting back into the swing of things, I'm like, sometimes I feel like a robot. Like literally I come home, I don't even have to think twice of what I need to do or what needs to be done. And it's always like around the same time that I'm doing it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm just like, doing the same stuff over and over and over. And thankfully, like, I'm able to do all that, like, get all the bags unpacked, wash all the dishes, get dinner ready, play with Sienna, clean up the dishes, give her a bath, read a book, all this kind of stuff. Like, that's why I just feel like, oh my gosh, it's just so routine-ish. But I was thinking about it, you know, tonight, and I'm just like, you know what? I just have a heart for people or moms that do this and that just feel tired every single day that they are doing it. Obviously, we're going to have our days that we're tired and, you know, our off days that we might have not got enough sleep or we might have not eaten or anything like that. But like, we truly need to make sure that we are fueling our bodies so that we are able to do the things that we need to do and that we're created to do. For instance, for me, it's being a mom and it's being able to keep up with Sienna and it's being able to do the things in my routine so that we are set the next day, that she is able to go to bed on time, that she's able you know, to have everything that she needs for the next day. And that kind of brought me back to the class that I taught. I just taught my freshman last week and a little bit into this week about energy balance. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Like, what is energy balance? 
And like, why is it important that we are fueling our body correctly? And then what are just some ways that we can start fueling our body correctly and making sure that we are getting the right um, food and calories for our body to be able to do the tasks that we need to do. So let's talk a little bit about energy balance. So energy balance is the relationship between what you eat and what you do. This is probably not new information. It just might be taught very differently. So like I told the girls, it's like energy in and energy out. Like whatever you're putting in your body, like your body is going to produce that. So if it is good stuff that is going to give you energy, your body's going to be able to, you know, expend that energy and be able to do the things that you need to do. But if you're putting crap into your body, you're probably feeling like crap and you're going to feel sluggish and not, you know, want to do the things that you need to do. So we need to make sure that we're putting in the right things, but also that our energy intake and output is the same. Because if it's not the same, there can be a lot of negative things that can come out of it. So for example, I gave them was if we are putting in too much food, too many calories, and we're not like expending that energy, we're not moving our body, then obviously that's going to lead to uh, weight gain. It could lead to other heart-related diseases. And also on the flip side, if we're not eating a lot of food and we're not taking in a lot of calories, then, um, and we're, we're expending too much of it, we're like exercising too hard, then that could have a, another negative effect to our body too where, you know, different systems might not be working correctly. Um, Our body might not function the way it needs to. Some of our organs and some of our systems could be shutting down, which ultimately could lead to death. And that's why a lot of times when girls have, and boys, I guess, but obviously it's uh, mainly in girls like anorexia, when girls have an eating disorder or an eating problem, a lot of times over a period of time, like weeks at the time, their organs start shutting down. Their main systems start shutting down because our organs and our systems all depend on food. They depend on us feeding our body energy so that it is able to do what it needs to do, what God created for us to do. So that's a little bit about um, the energy balance. So I thought this was really interesting. And honestly, we probably don't sit down. Well, we never probably sit down and think about this, but, um, our body's natural way of maintaining balance is to replenish the calories it uses. So our body is really such just so amazing, like how God created it and like how it works and how it functions. So, I am looking like right now, like at a pie chart. So I showed the girls this pie chart and it's divided into different pieces. And I show them how like our body uses the energy or uses the calories that are from our food. So our body uses 60 to 70% of energy for our resting metabolic rate. And so our resting metabolic rate is the number of calories that your body burns while at rest. So it's not exercising, it's not doing any kind of vigorous activity, 
But it honestly, it's just simple things like our blood circulating, we are breathing, we're maintaining tissues. Like our body is using the energy just to be able to do that, to be able to live, to be able to function like how it's supposed to function. And this is the interesting piece is our body uses energy only 20 to 30% for physical activity and exercise. So we need the food, we need the energy just to be able to live day to day, to be able to sit, to be able to go to the bathroom, to be able to breathe, to be able to have oxygen flowing through our body. Like that's why we need food for that. And then it's physical activity and exercise. And then 10% is for digestion. Like, do you know that our body burns calories while we are eating and trying to digest our food, break down the nutrients, go to the places that it needs to go to help, you know, build up muscle or repair tissues or anything like that. So when we're looking at pie chart, that's three major pieces Okay, um, of how our body uses the calories and turns it into energy that we need every single day. So I thought that was just so interesting that, you know, all the time we think, oh, it's physical activity and it's movement, but really it's not. It's just what we're what we need, what how our body functions every single day. Okay, so you can actually like go on the internet and kind of find like your resting metabolic rate and how many calories that you need to eat every single day. But I like always just tell the people that are in my fitness group and even just the girls like, don't focus so much on the number and don't focus so much on calories. Now, if you're going for a certain goal or for a certain health issue and you need to know your calories, then go for it. Like, But I just like really want to encourage just young people, like young girls, not to get so hung up on the calorie number because we're all just made differently and we're all into different things. Like some people are really hardcore into physical activity or sports or they're more active here or not. And we also go through seasons of life where we're more active, we're not. So it really, it always just changes. And even if you just think from like a baby all the way up to like a 20 year old, think about all the different stages of life and how like some stages they eat a lot more because they're growing and some they don't. So if you're really curious about the number of calories or roundabout of calories that you should be eating, you can definitely go on the internet, find the the amount that you need to. That's going to probably ask you questions about like how old you are, how tall, um, your gender, like your physical activity during the day. So just be ready with to answer those kind of questions and don't get stuck on that number either. Like give or take like, I don't know, maybe 100, 200 calories with that. All right, so let's move on to like what are some, you know, tips if we are wanting to make sure that we are feeding our body like healthy things that we need. Because think about it, like if our body is using all that energy for our bodies to just function normal, for physical activity, for digestion, and everything that our body does, like why is this 2023? I mean, there's so much just healthy things out there. There's products, there's resources, there's information. It's like everywhere you turn, 
there's something that is teaching you about nutrition or how to better yourself. So why are we not wanting to feed our body healthy things to help us feel our best, to look our best, to make sure that our body is growing and developing and functioning at its best, you know, way. So here are just like a couple of tips I would say if you are starting slowly on the health journey or things that you want to change or like me, like coming into the new year, it's kind of taken you a while to maybe get back into a good routine or it's taking you a while to get back into feeding your body the way you know you need to feed it off of like a two-month stretch of holidays of literally just pies and cookies and food and drinks and everything like that. So here are a couple of my tips. So one I would say is planning. I think that is just a huge thing. If you go back to episode 17, I talk all about meal planning. So you want to make sure that you know exactly what you're going to eat during the week, plan meals, you can plan your snacks, you want to make sure that you're shopping and cooking cooking um, these healthy foods. Maybe there's some meals or some foods that you can plan ahead. Some, like me, you just make sure you have all the ingredients so when you're ready to cook it, you have it all and you're not throwing it out the window because you're missing two ingredients. So the first one I would say is plan, plan, plan. All right, the second one is don't skip breakfast, okay? This is so important for many, many reasons. I mean, even if it's just like toast and peanut butter, if it's a piece of fruit, if it's yogurt and granola, like something little just to kind of start your metabolism. Um, I mean, think about it. If you were sleeping six to eight, nine hours, I mean, that is a long stretch of no food. You're fasting pretty much because you're not feeding your body or giving your body water. So you want to be breaking that fast. You want to get your metabolism going. It also just helps you start focusing and giving you energy throughout the morning because when you hit that like 8 30 9 o'clock hour and you haven't had anything to eat then your stomach starts talking to you and guess what you're not able to focus on what you need to focus because now you're thinking of oh I can't wait to eat or I need to go get something to eat so having something small first thing in the morning is always a great way to start the day along with drinking your water and I've said this before but drink a glass of water first because your body just went six, eight, nine hours without any water. So it's dehydrated. So you want to make sure you're hydrated and you're waking up the body and getting the body movement. And a lot of times when we are hydrated, that'll actually help us avoid eating too much. So a simple thing is not only drinking water first thing in the morning, but drinking a glass of water before every single meal, because then that helps you um, be full and you're not going to take more like on your plate or more from the bags or the refrigerator than what you're actually hungry for. All right, the next one I would say is making sure that you put veggies on your plate first. We know that veggies are packed of like nutrients, of vitamins, fiber, minerals, all the good things that our body craves and needs. So you wanna fill up your plate with that first then go to like your other options. Like you want to make sure that you are feeding your body the healthy things. And I'm not saying like don't eat whatever else it is that's available to you, but you want to make sure that you're filling up with the good stuff first. 
Okay, the next one that I would say is a really good tip, especially if you like have a break room or a teacher's lounge, is carry your own snacks. Plan your snacks, carry your own snacks, because you know going into that teacher's lounge or that break room could be very deadly to you because there could always be donuts and cakes and muffins and cookies. Usually it's filled with things that our body really does not need or need more of. A lot of it is foods with added sugar, okay, that, you know, we should not be filling our bodies with every single day. So one, it helps us prevent when we carry our own snacks. It helps us prevent going in there, grabbing something. It helps satisfy our hunger because it could be right at our desk. And it also just helps us with making smart choices, So if we are slowly making these healthy choices with meals and snacks, then we're, we're going to want to continue to do that because we're going to, honestly, we're going to start feeling the difference when we're eating healthy and that should motivate you to continue to eat healthy. And I'm, I'm not saying like you'll never grab a donut, but you're going to want to actually eat something that is more beneficial to you than maybe just that donut that's in that break room. Okay, my next one would be, uh, I would say stop when you're full. So a lot of times when we go out to eat, like the portions they give us, maybe not now because I feel like ever since COVID and the way the prices are up, I actually feel like a lot of restaurants give really small portions with big price tags. But just depending on where you are, sometimes restaurants, they give you a humongous portion. So maybe it's splitting that portion in half, taking it half, like putting it in a box right away, and you're going to take that home so that you can eat it later. Um, Not eating all of it. Like you just don't want to get to the point where you're overstuffed and you're feeling sick because that is not a good feeling. You want to make sure that you're eating slow so that your brain and your stomach can communicate and say, hey, you're full. You don't need any more. All right. This is my last tip for fueling your body correctly would be changing bad habits when it comes to nutrition. So I think when people start out with their health journey, they're like, okay, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I need to do this. I need to do that. And that becomes really overwhelming. Like that is a lot on the to-do list when you're not used to it. So what I say is don't make a lot of changes all at once. Like pick one. So for example, if you're someone that drinks soda every single day, okay, let's just focus on that. Let's not worry about the food and let's not worry about exercise, okay? Because if we overwhelm ourselves and we give ourselves too many things to change, we just stop and we just quit because it's just too hard. So pick one. So it's the soda, all right? So maybe it's, okay, let's go from seven days a week to five days a week. Okay, if we're going five days a week, now let's go to three days a week. Or maybe it's we'll have soda three days a week And the other days, we're going to drink LaCroix or we're going to drink Spindrift or my favorite, the Polar Seltzer. So that's more of your sparkling water, your seltzer water. So you still kind of get that fizz and the carbonation, but it's not all that sugar. It's not the stuff that the soda contains. So just focus on one little thing. Focus on that for a couple weeks. And when you have that down, 
then you're going to start adding to it. So then pick another habit and then start focusing on that. So then you're literally just building your habits. All right. That I know that's going to take time and you may not see results instantly, but that's okay because this is a journey and you shouldn't see results like in a month. Like it's going to take time and it's it's going to take learning too. So have grace with yourself about this and just make sure you're taking it day by day. I would say plug into an accountability group or an accountability partner when it comes to changing habits so that someone can hold you accountable to that. Okay, so those are just like all my tips that I have for when you want to start slowly changing what you are putting in your body and making sure that you have like a good energy balance so that you're intaking what your body needs, but you're also expending that as well. So I just want to recap real quick some of the ways. So if you have a piece of paper or a pen or you want to go in your notes section of your phone, jot this down so that you're able just to plug it into your own lifestyle. So number one was plan, plan your meals, plan your snacks, make sure you have all your ingredients for what you need for the week. Number two was don't skip breakfast. Find something small to start out with, a piece of toast, a piece of fruit, anything. Number three that went with it was start with a glass of water. So before you drink your coffee, before you drink your tea, drink a glass of water because that helps rehydrate your body and also that you're able to fill your body up too so you're not overeating. Number four was fill your veggies or fill your plate with the veggies. So making sure that you're choosing veggies first. Number five, carry your own snacks. Start researching what snacks are good, okay, and what's going to fill your body, whether that's going to be fruit or that might be skinny pop or it might be a protein bar, okay? Fill your desk with all kinds of snacks. Put them in your purse. Put them in your car. Okay, that was, I think, number four. Uh, Number five was stop when you are full. So making sure your portion sizes are correct and it's not too much. And then the last one is just changing bad habits. So focus on a habit that you want to change and just work on that one and then just start habit stacking from there. Okay, I hope that this helps you in some way or gives you some kind of ideas that you can take whether it's one or two of those tips and just start working on them throughout the week. And hopefully you will start feeling better and feeling the difference and seeing it. Man, let me tell you, when you are fueling your body with the proper nutrition, it makes a world of a difference because you are able to keep up with your kids. You are able to do things until six, seven, eight o'clock. All right, like your life will change if you are fueling your body with the correct things. Okay, well, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you once again for just tuning in and having this conversation and we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening in. It means so much. I wanna continue to encourage people with these conversations and help people live their life to the fullest. So if you know someone that could use encouragement, send it to them or tag me on social media and let me know what you think. I am so thankful for you and I can't wait until we talk again.